Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other Ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. We, uh, we, and continue to pray uh, for every situation that was mentioned tonight. And we thank you for sharing. Uh, tonight we're going to be sharing a message. By the way, we're going to have a pop quiz tonight. And uh, it's an open book test. So you can look in your books. It's an open book. Uh, you can, if, you, if you're internet savvy, you can you know, use your phones and your iPads and all of that. Uh, concordances, anything you got, you can use, okay? It's an open book test. Amen. And I'm not like uh, some of my seminary professors that would give an open book test and everybody still failed. <laughs> but this is an open book test. <laughs> it's an open book test and, and we just, uh, and, it's, and, and the answer is going to come from the good book. Amen. Amen. And we always like to cast the vision of this house of dwelling and, uh, we always want to put that before us, and even as 2013 is uh, leaving us, it, it's hard to believe it. it went by so quick. Uh, but we've been getting it right in 2013. Bethlehem, get it right. Amen. We're going to continue in our study, getting it right in motivational encouragement as we try to continue to encourage the saints. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we're standing on Psalm 71, 20, B through 20. You will restore my life again from the depths of the earth. You will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. We pray that God will encourage your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus as we continue in our studies. Because... Jeremiah said, God has a plan for you. We're going to learn tonight, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. This is God's speed limit. This is what you do to make it through such, such a time as this. And we're going to go ahead and go to Proverbs uh, uh, 3, 5, and 6 in a message or a lesson entitled, uh, learning to lean, learning to lean, learning to lean. And uh, most of us probably know this one by heart. But let's just say this out loud together on three. This is the NASB, New American Standard Version of the Bible. Let's read this on three. One, two, three. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. 
Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Amen. We're talking about tonight learning to lean, learning to lean. And if you're going to learn to lean, you're going to have to have hope in God. If you're going to learn to lean, you're going to have to have a heart in God. And if you're going to learn to lean, you're going to have to wait for the highway in God. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should trust God in and with all things. Christians should trust God in and with all things. Again, this is a, a very familiar text, a foundational text for most saints. Uh, because it, it, it's a foundational thing to trust God. Right. And many times uh, for the Christian, and whether you have a, a, a deep, uh, new relationship with God, many times trusting God is, is hard, not in the good times, but when times get rough. Come on, man. And, uh, and this is what God wants us to do. He wants to trust us on the mountaintop as well as trust us in the valley. But many times we lose our trust in God in the valley. And we're going to be talking about uh, trusting in God tonight. And uh, <coughs> you were singing a song that uh, I'm going to play um, by uh, a man out of Macomb, Georgia. Uh, Dr. Uh, Glover is his name. And he, he sings this song like uh, Grandma and them used to sing back in the day. And, and this is just a, a visual picture of how we, in modern-day times, have to uh, trust God. I don't know about you this evening, but I made up my mind that I'm going to trust in the Lord. Storms may rise, the wind may blow. But I, I'm going to trust in the Lord. I will trust. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, I will trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I Oh, my God. 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 O
Song then said, I was going to trust in the Lord and only in good times. <laughs> Song says, and I'm going to trust in the Lord till I die. And, and that's going to be a part of your pop quiz as we look at part number one, hope in the Lord. Hope in the Lord is simply trusting in the Lord. Trusting in the Lord. Proverbs uh, 22, uh, 19 says, so that your trust may be in the Lord. Uh, can anybody give me a good example of what trust is? Has anybody ever heard of, of, of an example of what, is, what it means to trust? Don't all shout out at one time. <laughs> One example that always comes to my mind is the example that, that people always say about the chair. The chair, okay. Where you, you, we, you, you got to trust that the chair is going to hold you up. They trust it that much, and they say that. Okay, so you say people trust this chair. They, that, that's just an example of trust. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and you know you're right, brother, because I I never really think about whether the chair can hold me up until you I just, dip it to float. I just, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that I've ever had my hip hit the floor. I, you know, I just usually it's there, and I just usually just that time. Yeah, and that's the trust we spoke. Trust. Have. I trust in this chair. And, and like you said, that's the trust you're supposed to have with God. When you wake up in the morning, take a seat. Trust in the Lord. The doctors give you a bad report, take a seat. When you get a bill you don't know how to pay, take a seat. <laughs> when your husband or wife is acting crazy, Take the chair and no, no, take a seat. Not that way, not that way, not that way. But sit down, trust, trust the Lord. 
Take a seat. Next time you're about to tell somebody, give somebody a piece of your mind, you need to trust them. Take a seat. <laughs> Take a seat. Anybody else? Example of trust. You never heard a preacher preach this text and he talked use an example about what trust is? That's a good example. So, well, okay. Since y'all don't want to participate, I'm going to go and give you this pop quiz. <laughs> Here is your first... <laughs> Here's your first question in the, in the pop quiz, okay? And before we go on, somebody's got to answer this question, okay? Okay, here we go. Learning to Lean quiz. Please give me a Bible verse on trusting in God other than the one we have tonight. Open book test. Look in the back. We can get the concordance on the trust or may. Know it? Sounds like a good book to trust, but yeah, I want you to tell me what it is and read it. <laughs> now, this is a quiz. This is a test. It's time for you to talk. <laughs> time for you to talk. I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to take a seat and trust that y'all find the text. <laughs> Find <laughs> a verse. Now there's some concordance in y'all Bible studies under trust. Y'all can look. Psalm 71 said, Oh Lord my God, in thee do I put my trust. Wow. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Read that again, sis. Oh Lord my God, in thee. Oh Lord, my God, indeed, do I put my trust? Amen. Is that somebody else? We'll give somebody else a chance. Oh Lord, my God, do I put my trust in thee? Somebody talked about Job. That's a good book to look in there. And it don't have to necessarily have to have the word trust in it. It could be somebody who did trust. That's that's a good one, but I want you to tell me the book and verse it is. <laughs> Oh. Wow, that's the context of trust. Amen. Amen. Now, who's going to be? Luke 16 and 11. Okay. What was that? Micah 7 and 5. What does it say? Do not trust in a friend. Do not put your confidence in a companion. Guard the doors of your mouth 
from her who lies in your bosom. Amen. That's a good one. Because you can really only trust in the Lord. All right. Amen. Y'all doing real good. Okay, let's do one more. Then we're going to have to move on. One more. Somebody mentioned one. Psalm 143 and 8. What does it say? Amen. That sounds good. Read that again. I like that one. Read that again. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know thy way wherein I should walk, the way wherein I should walk, and I will lift up my soul unto thee. Amen. What was that address again? 143 and 8. Amen. Okay, we're going to move on unless somebody just got one they just have to share. That was a good one in Joe, but y'all got to give me the, 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 the exact address. We'll live for it Sunday if y'all can't find it tonight. <laughs> yeah, homework assignment. Huh? It's uh, verse, it's chapter 13, verse 15. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. 13, 15, Wonderful. Mm-hmm. That, that's a wonderful, wonderful one that uh, when you when you have to trust and you when you're going through when you have one of them kind of weeks, that's a wonderful word you can stand on. Amen. 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 So I want to thank y'all. Now the quiz is not over, so y'all keep whatever y'all y'all doing. Y'all get ready for another one. <laughs> Here, here's another. This is a little song, uh, kind of more upbeat. Uh, and I find most videos uh, have, were singing about trusting in the Lord. So here's one that's kind of upbeat uh, song as we're, we're talking about trusting in the Lord. talking about learning to lean, we enter into this sixth point, the heart, the second point, the heart in the Lord, the heart in the Lord, 
Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. With all of your heart. Has anybody in here ever done anything with all of their heart? <laughs> you say when you was in the world you did it with all your heart whatever it was you were doing it with all your heart okay anybody else you love your family with all your heart amen with all your heart what they ain't doing right <laughs> well, <laughs> now requote that again. What you say? Amen. Amen. So if you can love your children with all your heart, and they have ignorant days, and you and you love them with all your heart anyway. Then why can we not do that with God? When we have bad days, why can't we just love, you know, continue to trust Him with all of our heart? When, when the days get ignited, <laughs> like Job, y'all mentioned Job. I mean, he had one one real ignite day, <laughs> and 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 you know, and the whole purpose of his trying or his testing was. The devil thought that he would curse him to his face because things weren't going good, weren't going right. So God said, hey, I'm going to let you test that theory. And and, and Job trusted the Lord with all of his heart. Even when he had lost it all, he trusted. On, On that evening day, he trusted God. God didn't, he didn't question God. Hello, somebody. Whether God loved him, whether God cared for him, he wasn't mad at God. He's at the same God that gave it to me. Same God takes it away. He, he's God. I'm, I'm going to trust him with all my heart, even in the bad days. And, and really, and that's, what we, that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. That's what we have to learn to do. Uh, pop quiz. Once again, please give me a Bible verse on hoping in the Lord. That's what, uh, with all your heart, it's it's like you're hoping in the Lord. With all your heart. Can anybody give me a Bible verse that's dealing with hoping in the Lord? Okay, let me read it. I mean, you read it. It says, He breaks me down on every side, and I am gone. My hope, He has uprooted on the All right. Psalms 25 and 3. Okay, read it. Let me hear what it says. Wow, I like that one. Read that again. Give me the address again, too. Psalms 25 and 3. 
rejoicing. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Wow. I like that again. Read that again. Two close that again. The verse. Psalm 16 and 9. Psalm 16 and 9. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also <coughs> shall rest in hope. Wow. What what translation is that? The NIV? That's King James. Okay. Anybody else? Boy, those are some, some great verses. Yeah. Psalm 31 and 24. Okay, go ahead. What is it? It says, Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Wow. Another excellent one. Tell me, the, the, tell me it again, the address. It's Psalms 31 24. Psalms 31 24. Amen. Boy, that just encouraged my heart just to hear them verses read. Amen. Is there another? Hello, First John 3 and 3. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Amen. Yeah, you have hope in him, you purify yourself. You continue to live holy when you hope in him. Amen. Amen. Now, if I was preaching tonight, I would tell you to say, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, hope in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. <laughs> hope in the Lord and stand on his word. And that's what you got to do when you learn to lean. You know, you got to learn to trust in it. You got to learn uh, to hope in it. Amen. 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 You guys are doing excellent tonight. Uh, this little video uh, is really for the children. I don't think we have any children in here, but maybe we can learn. <laughs> <laughs> about with this last point when we talk about, about a highway in the Lord you've already trusted in him and you've already acknowledged him it says and he will make your path straight uh, does anybody else have a different version in your Bible that reads a little different this last part this is the NASB 
It reads the same. Not the King James, it don't. What does the King James say? In all our ways that not him, he shall direct thy paths. Okay, he shall direct thy paths. Direct thy paths. This one says, make your paths straight. Uh, direct your paths, make your paths straight. Is there another version anybody have out there? Basically, I, I put it in the concept of, of a highway. He, he makes your path straight. After you acknowledge him, he's gonna show you what to do. Simple, simply put, he'll he'll show you what to do. But you've got to trust him first. You got to put your hope in him. You got to say, Lord, I, I know the answer is coming. You got to be seeking it. You know, believing that this answer is coming. That's that's faith. Okay. Trust is really tied closely to faith. <coughs> and you just believe, Lord, I, I acknowledge you in this, and I'm waiting for your answer. And, and he'll show you the way. He'll show you the way. Uh, Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will what? Establish your plans. Amen? And, and that's why we don't run off and do what we want to do. That's why we, we have to pray. And we need to do it with all things. Not just uh, on church. You know, pray about what's going on at church. But you got to pray about what's going on at work. Amen. Amen. You got some challenging uh, students. And you got some challenging parents. You know, uh, one thing, I don't know if I told this story before. I, You know, I've always kind of been old for my age. And I, you know, when I was in high school, I was just looking forward to, to getting, you know, graduating, getting away from all them immature people and, you know, getting the adult world. <laughs> and I got in the adult world and I saw where the kids was getting it from. <laughs> but we've got to, and everything we do, acknowledge, acknowledge the Lord, you know, and, and trust in him and hope in him and and not be so uh, like this last generation with it, self-made and independent. They have a phrase where it says that, you know, uh, I don't know what it means, but they say they, they, they pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. You know, can anybody tell me what that means? Bootstrap? What does that mean? Anyway. <laughs> And what does a bootstrap look like? It's just a strain. So they, so they just saying they pull themselves up. They got, they, 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 you just pulled your Y'all ain't here for me. I will move. <laughs> but they pull themselves up by their own bootstrap. Nobody helped them. Independent. And I've seen some people that are so independent, they will, what, whatever you need, they will help you out. But when they're in need, they can't accept help yeah. because of pride. Hmm. Have you ever seen people like that? Yeah. Give you the shirt off that, give you the shirt, but won't accept it. Tell you the truth, I used to be one of those kind of people, but. God put me through so much trouble that I learned how to accept him. <laughs> I learned how to say thank you. <laughs> but, but God don't like independence. 
He don't like that. He he likes interdependence, to which we're supposed to be upon one another in the body of Christ, and dependence on him. Hello, somebody. And 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 and, and so he does, he doesn't like when we go off and on our own ways. I, I had a conversation with I'm not gonna say who it was. I just said it was somebody in my family. And we were just lamenting about how young people just won't listen. You have all this wisdom to dispense to them. <laughs> but yet they still go off and do things on their own way and get in trouble. And guess who they come back to? The, the very same person that was trying to give them advice on how not to. You know? So God doesn't want us to be like that. Amen. Trust in him. Acknowledge him in all your ways. All your ways. Don't let nothing be unknowledged by him. And you know, and if we learn to do that, we'll be powerful prayers. Amen. Because when we got in the car, we say, Lord, okay, which way do I go? Lord, you, know, you ain't got to say, how fast do I go? Because you do the speed limit. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Messing with somebody. <laughs> uh, you know, you you know when you when you choosing what to eat. Now you learn how to pray over your food. Really pray over your food. Some of the stuff you eat, you probably wouldn't eat. Hello, somebody. I don't mean the metal. <laughs> you know, you learn to pray before you say a word to your children or your mate, you know, you, you, you might not blow up like you blow, blow up, you know. Hello, somebody. And then everything. Acknowledge him. Should I, should I get this new car? Should I get this new car, Lord? I hear the Lord saying, can you afford this new car? <laughs> Is it a good deal? Usually, I don't buy anything unless I see the Lord in it. If it's just a good, a good deal, I, say, I know this is of the Lord. This has got to be of the Lord. Go ahead. If, uh, if it takes away from, if it takes away from God, wow. then it's not of God. Well, 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 that's right. With jobs, you know, I've been praying for a job. Well, you got to work on Sunday. You got to work on Wednesday. You got to work on. And I've seen that. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not know we suppose, you know, the man don't work, he don't eat. But some some of these jobs takes us away from the law. That's right. They be going and doing so well. And then, boom, job situation. Boom. With the Lord, rather you have more and, and and miss out on him or less and be able to develop your person your relationship with him. Wow. That's something deep. But these are areas that you, you, you have to acknowledge him. Man. Everything. Jesus gave an example to the rich little What did he say? What did he say? He thought he was such a much and had it all together. Mm. <laughs> <Teacher>. <laughs> yeah, I do. I follow all the rules, Jesus. What? What do I lack? Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Go sell it all." 
Give it away! That blew his mind. He was like, Jesus had a way of blowing people's mind like that. But he said, okay, yeah, you think you got it together. Let's see. He gave him an opportunity to do what the disciples did. To leave it off. But what did he do? He's like, oh, I don't know, I don't love, love you that much, Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was true. But, you know, this life is a very dangerous life to live, and we've got to acknowledge God in, in everything. Amen. You know? Um, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Um, here's a good one. Maybe kind of harder to find. But please give me a Bible verse verse on God making a way. On oh, God making a way. This this thing says, and he will make your path straight. Can you think of any other Bible verses that where somebody acknowledged him and he showed them the way? Remember, you got to, got, to, got, to, got to do the address, though. <laughs> I am the way, the truth, and the life. Well, John 14, 6, what did it say? I am Okay, he is the way, okay. That's a good one. But I'm talking about him making a way. He says he is the way. But we're talking about making a way. Making. Right. I, he, I've been sitting here reading uh, 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 Joseph. How, you know, that's, that's a lesson, and, I, and I've been trying to sit here and read some more of it. How he made a way for his brothers. The brothers, he sent his brothers away with with the uh, with with the. Uh, now give me the give me the uh, the address. What what chapter are you talking we're about? about uh, chapter Genesis chapter <coughs> forty three, and and, it, and, it's, and it, I'm all the way down to thirty one. Okay, go ahead and explain where, it. Uh, you ain't got to read it, but explain it. <coughs> where um, how did he make a way? How Joseph had. At first, they came to get some food because it's been a famine for seven years. Okay. So they sold you. You're taking it all the way back. Okay. Yeah. This is how the Lord made a way for him. Okay. His brothers came back. His dad said, take back the silver and take back more silver. So, and if I be dead when you guys get back, so be it. But, uh, uh, as Joseph uh, talked with his brothers, they still didn't recognize him. Yeah. So yeah. he told them, "Take him down to my house, mm -hmm. and at noon I have food. I, I have dinner with him." Mm -hmm. And how he he said, uh, "How Joseph had talked with him about where's your youngest brother, hmm. which which is Benjamin." Benjamin. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what Benjamin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Benjamin, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, once. Let me help you out, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> That's a wonderful illustration of that. Because God made a way out of no way uh, for them by having him working all that trouble together 
for for his good and having him in that place of authority uh, for for a time of the famine. He made he made a way. He made that path straight. Took them straight to Joseph. They didn't even know who he was, and God had made a way. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. That's a powerful way. His his sovereignty, we call that. His, you know, how he worked everything together for for his good. He made a way for the whole family, saved the family, and raised the nation right there in Egypt. Amen. Amen. All started with a dream. All started with a dream. Okay, I'm, I was looking for somebody to say that, but nobody would give me the, the, the chapter, verse. <laughs> That's a, one, of, one, of the mo, one of the most perfect illustrations of God making a way. And, you know, and, and I as a preacher use that illustration all the time about how God made a way. He literally made a highway through the sea. Amen. He made a way. What what did Moses have to do? You know the story. Y'all know it's in the book too, so just talk to me. What did he have to do? Stand still. I like what he, I like what he, how he started it. What did he say? He started told him to stand still and see the salvation of God. Wow! But what else did he have to do? All right. <laughs> and that staff is symbolic of God's power. He made strike, so Moses had to acknowledge him. You know, and really, did you do the language? It was almost God almost kind of insulted him. Like, why you, you know, why you kind of, you gonna do it? I tell you to do. <laughs> so that's a perfect, perfect illustration of that. Amen? Amen. Is there another one? Anybody think of? He made a way out of no way. Let me let me help you. And uh, I'll just I know it's in the book if you say it. You don't have to get the address. How about healing? Didn't God make a way by people who acknowledged him? Who? Hello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you talk about healing, and one of my favorites is the blind man on the side of the road. Jesus, son of David. Have mercy on me. Hush! Be quiet. I, I like when the soldier, uh, he, was, he, was, he was in charge, and he talked about his daughter. Within That's that Jairus' hour, daughter, yeah. Within that uh-huh. hour, yeah. His, his daughter was, yeah. was healed. Yeah, he made a way. They, made they acknowledged way. Jesus for who he was, and he made a way. Powerful, powerful when you talk about healing. Ten lepers. Do you want to be healed? Wait a minute, Jesus. I've been laying by this pool. When you come here in 30 something years, you ask me, Do I want to be healed? <laughs> <laughs> That's powerful stuff. God can make a way. So I think sometimes we forget. 
how powerful of God that we serve. And that's why we need studies like this. We need to acknowledge him. The doctors say we're sick, acknowledge him. He yeah. might heal us. The first miracle is one of the time I, uh, I, uh, do what he say. Do what he Just say. Do what he say. He, he talking about, it ain't my time, woman. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't my, my time, time, woman. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it ain't my time, woman. But she said, do what he say, do that's deep. Now that's faith. That's faith. Maybe that's just a mama telling that boy what to do. <laughs> I don't care who you are. <laughs> you better do what I tell you to do. <laughs> oh, but uh, oh man, that's the greatest way it made. Salvation. Salvation is the way. Oh, I want to thank you for being in the house tonight. Uh, Yep. This is a time of prayer, and maybe we can trust in the Lord and what we'd have to pray about tonight. Uh, with all of our hearts, and to lean out to our own understanding and acknowledge Him. So as we go to our time of prayer, those who are able, we want you to go to your knees. And, and again, we're going to be praying for the families uh, that had the loss and everything that we've been going through this week and really this month. And I'm going to start us, and you uh, and pause for you to intercede, and then I'll close this. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, just want to thank you, Lord, for your word. Father. Your word rung out tonight for us to trust you, Father. And Lord, we're here tonight, and we made it to the household of the Lord tonight, and you've encouraging us to lean on you, Father. Yes, Learning to lean, Father. And right now, Lord, we're coming on to lean on you in prayer, Father. And Father, we just want to give everything. We want to acknowledge everything that's going on, Lord, that's causing us anxiety, Father. We want to acknowledge everything, Father, even the good things that are going on in our lives. We want to acknowledge you by saying thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, asking you, Father, enable us as we leave this place to trust you with all of our hearts and to lean not to all of our understanding but in all of our ways to acknowledge you father that you might be able to make the path straight father somebody lord is trying to find a way father maybe trying to find a way for healing father maybe trying to find a way lord to have a better marriage or trying to find a way to reach a son or a daughter or to trying to find a way father to serve you more father trying to to, to, to find the way, Father, and, and they're acknowledging you tonight, Father. And we come tonight just believing, Father, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever, Father God. And we heard so many encouraging texts tonight, and we just want to stand on your word and go back and to look over those Bible verses that were mentioned tonight and to just to stand on your word, Father, that it might encourage us, Lord, in our faith and encourage us through such a time as this, Father. We pray, Father, for everyone that's here today and may be sick in their body, Father, whether it's a, a major sickness, Father, or even just a minor cold, Father. We pray, Lord, that you touch their bodies and make them whole and well again, Father, because we still believe that there's a bomb in Gilead, Father. We pray 
for Jehovah Jireh, our God, to provide for our every need, Father, those who are seated in this place and for those that we are concerned about from this place. And Lord, we come in and see on behalf of Reverend Ford that's going to have a procedure tomorrow, Father God. And we pray, Lord, that you touch him, Father, and that you heal him and make him whole again, Father. We pray, Father, for the Johnson family tomorrow, Lord, as they are uh, saying goodbye to a loved one, Father. And we just pray that you'll comfort their, that family, Father, even as you're comforting those families that have, have, have lost, Lord, within this month, Father, within our body, within this church, Father. We Still believe, Father, that you can encourage our hearts and minds and souls in Christ Jesus, Father, in Jesus' name. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus Leave in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you for you must find a church home. 
Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Weeton, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.